normally people go to the Israel forgetting the rich history that Jordan has and it's part of the Holy Land. So we want them to come. Welcome to Baptist Without an Adjective, a podcast of Word and Way. I'm your host, Word and Way editor and president, Brian Kaler. On this program, we'll hear from Baptists from across the denominational, ethnic, national, and ideological lines that too often divide us. At Word and Way, we've been informing and inspiring Baptists since 1896. Learn more about us at wordandway.org. In this episode, we're going to have a conversation with Nabia Bassi. He's president of the Jordan Baptist Convention. And I had an opportunity to be with him recently in Beirut, Lebanon, while I was there to report about the work that Baptists in Lebanon have been doing in some really inspiring ways. I've written about that at our email newsletter, A Public Witness. Head over to publicwitness.wardenway.org and search for Lebanon, or go to those show notes at podcast.wardenway.org. But while we were there in Beirut, we had an opportunity to talk about the neighboring country of Jordan, and it was exciting to be able to have this conversation. I've met him before at other gatherings, and I had an opportunity to travel to Jordan several years ago to see some of the biblical sites and learn more about the history there, both ancient and more recent with Baptists. So I was glad to have him to be able to tell you a little bit about that as well. When we talk about the Holy Land in our churches here in the U.S., often we just mean Israel, but really the Holy Land, the land of the Bible, extends far beyond the modern nation-state of Israel and would include countries like Lebanon and Jordan. Now, before we jump into that conversation, I want to remind you that if you haven't done so already, you really should subscribe to Word and Way's award-winning email newsletter, A Public Witness, where we tell you stories like the ones from Lebanon, as well as issues here at home at the intersection of faith, culture, and politics. Learn more, start reading, and subscribe today at publicwitness.wordandway.org. Now, here's my conversation with Nabia Bassi of the Jordan Baptist Convention. I'll have you go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, my name is Nabi Abbasi, the president of the Jordan Baptist Convention. Great. Well, it's exciting to be with you here in Beirut, Lebanon, a close a neighboring country. And yes. I wonder if you can tell us a little bit about Jordan, particularly for those that aren't familiar with the country. Well, Jordan is a very nice uh, country. It's uh, between what they said, Iraq and hard place. <laughs> Iraq, Israel, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, uh, Syria. So we're surrounded uh, by all those neighboring countries. But God has blessed us with a great uh, royal family that they've been keep us safe for the years. And Jordan really enjoy a very uh, uh, kind of stable community where we became a host for many refugees from Iraq, from Syria, from Palestine in the past, and many workers from Egypt. So to say the truth, probably more than half of the Jordanian population now is either uh, refugees or displaced people who settled in Jordan. And so uh, in this context, then we have the Baptist community. And so what can you tell us about Baptists in Jordan? Well, Baptists started by the IMB, probably Southern Baptist Convention in uh, probably late 40s, 1940s, uh, started as a hospital, as a school to serve the community. And from there, God raised a Jordanian who became believers and pastors and planted churches. Now, 
we have about 1500 baptized members so we serve about three four thousand people uh, who attend our churches we have 22 baptist churches in the country we have uh, baptist institutions like a baptist school Amman baptist school is a well-known school was founded in 74 attended by some royal family in the past and all our graduated attended by the royal family till today well-respected school. We have about 1,400 students with about 300 staff members. So it's really a mission field. Uh, about 60% come from Christian homes, Catholics, Orthodox, Evangelicals, and about 40% come from uh, Muslim homes. So that's the, the percentage that we have at this time. So we have other school in Northwest and we have uh, Baptist publication and all of those. So it's really Baptist life is good. and. We hope for more growth and we're blessed to have the Jordan River. <laughs> so we have a baptismal site uh, for the Baptist World Alliance and uh, we baptize several believers. And so it's, it's an honor for me. I baptize many, many times in the Jordan River. So I had the pleasure of visiting Jordan a few years ago and going to the baptismal site. So let's talk about that. That's one of the things I wanted to ask you about. The highlight, I mean, the site where Jesus was baptized, it's a, it's a big deal. And there is a, a marker there from the Baptist World Alliance. And I wonder if you can talk about the, the dedication of the site and the dreams of what more can happen. Well, in March 2009 was the dedication of the Baptist World Alliance site. And we, our keynote speaker at that time was Mr. Tony Blair. And we have the BWA president, general secretary, ABF president, and general secretary. I was expecting like a thousand people, but we have more than 2,500 people showed up from evangelical churches. We baptized 150 people that day. So it was amazing, but we don't live in the past. Currently, we have uh, Elijah Brown, the general secretary of Baptist World Alliance, thought of the idea since in 2030 it will be 2000 years of Jesus baptism why not do something big and to be a center and a Christian Baptist conference center and a village to rebirth the life of Christ so if uh, tourists would come Christian tourists would come or Baptists from the world they can eat in a restaurant that looked like the time of Christ even we will let the hostess all of them were like the time of Christ, the food. We try to think of a botanical garden where is the flowers and the plants of the New Testament era. We would like to do a Bible museum and, you know, a hotel, a conference center. So, and uh, to reinitiate the story of John the Baptist with producing a short video and a theater where people can come and live the history again. So we're excited and this is hopefully will be done by 2030. So Elijah Brown now is busy to collect board members and advisory board for this. It will be international. So we're looking forward and excited for this event. We'll be right back with the rest of this conversation. But first, I want to remind you that you should subscribe to Warden Way's award-winning e-newsletter, A Public Witness. It will help you make sense of the world of faith, culture, and politics. Learn more and subscribe today at publicwitness.wardenway.org. And now, back to our conversation. And of course, there's a whole lot of other biblical history. I got a chance to see just a taste of it when I was there. Here at the conference, you made a comment about how many times Jordan has mentioned the Bible. I wonder if you can give us just a little taste of, of the rich biblical history 
in the country beyond the baptismal site. Yeah, of course, uh, Jordan is mentioned more than 180 times in the Bible. So that's reality. And uh, there are so many places. The Decapolis, which is uh, 10 cities from the Roman times, seven of them are in Jordan. So when you come to Jordan, you're really, you, you, you walk in a museum. Uh, many old churches, probably among the oldest churches in the world was founded in Jordan. There is an area where have like seven churches near each other in Umar Rasas. So there is a rich history of uh, churches and sites. Normally people go to the Israel forgetting the rich history that Jordan has and it's part of the Holy Land. So we want them to come and not only see stones, we want them to see living stones, the church, to visit churches and uh, mingle with the evangelical community so they would know what we're doing and our needs so they can pray for us and we can partner together in days to come. Yeah, and so on that line, what are the, the greatest challenges right now for the Baptist work in Jordan that people can pray about and perhaps partner with you? Well, I think we're still officially not recognized like the traditional churches in Jordan, and we requested this from His Majesty. So this is a prayer that we can have uh, a full recognition uh, that would help us to do more ministries and be recognized. And uh, we have a, a, a Baptist school that we built seven years ago that we didn't have a permission to function in the city of Zerka. Recently, we got the approval. Praise God, but we did not have the funds to start the school because that would require another million dollars, cost us about $4 million to build it. So uh, I'm, I, I am the one who signed when we purchased the land. And now the decision was made because we don't have the funds to initiate the school after we get the permission. We have a buyer who would like to buy it to start as a school. He's a Christian pastor, but it's a person business, so it's not really, it has some of the same vision, but it's not exactly a Baptist school. So, uh, you know, I feel sad if this took place, but at the same time, I trust God's sovereign choice. Uh, so I pray that God would lead us, give us wisdom and what to do in the next month. Well, I asked you about the challenges. And so then the flip side is, what what is most exciting you today about the work of Baptist in Jordan? Well, uh, our institutions are doing great. People are coming to Christ and in a very encouraging way. I mean, in the last five years in my lifetime, I've seen more people come to Christ in my last 20 years before. And literally people coming to the church asking, we're not even going to them anymore. So this is, you can see the work of the Holy Spirit in, in the heart of people and the hunger. So that's really encouraging for me to see people from different backgrounds accepting Christ as Lord and Savior. In fact, the guy I mentioned, their daughter were just dancing in the church. And for me to see, you know, what would you see of this kind of image that they're dancing and praising the Lord without the work of the Holy Spirit in their life. That's amazing. You mentioned earlier the refugees and displaced peoples. How has that impacted the, the work and mission of, of Baptist? Well, we are able to serve as much as we can. And we have some partners from US and Europe. Like we have some churches have a, a, a community centers where they have clinics. One of the church in, in Zarka, as an example, they see averaging 2000 cases a month for medical. 
they care, they have a school for uh, refugee kids and uh, they go to the camps, they provide uh, food supplies. So we as Baptists trying to show uh, mercy and love and care for the people and showing Christ's love and with the message of Christ and trusting God reach out for them and we do not distinguish between no Muslim or a Christian. All humanity need love and care and we present without any discrimination. So that's very exciting for us. Yeah. Well, it's exciting to hear about your work. I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I'm going to echo your call to encourage people to go to Jordan and yeah. visit. It's a beautiful, wonderful country. And I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, and uh, as uh, you know, that uh, many movies were produced in Jordan, uh, like The Martian, Bring Him Home, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Aladdin. So come join, join and see the fun. Excellent. Thanks. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Baptist Without an Adjective. Share it with your friends on Facebook. If you'd like to give to support this program, we greatly appreciate it. And all you have to do at wordandway.org is hit the donate button. And whatever you give there will help support the production of this podcast, as well as our website and magazine. If you have any comments, feedback to give about this program, you can send those to me at bkaler at wordandway.org. Thanks for listening.